0: Yo, what's up everybody, it's Jamel Gibbs, your family-oriented entrepreneur. Welcome to another podcast episode. This is the Business and Investing Podcast, where you learn all things business and investing related. Today, we're gonna talk about lifestyle and transitioning. And we're gonna talk to a specific type of audience because this particular audience that we're gonna talk to today need to understand that they can make a change in their life. And in addition to that, they can be successful while doing it. So I bought of course an expert, it's my man Thabit Hedgepath. He has a book that he just released. It's called Keep the Change. We're going to talk about that book at the end of this podcast episode. But we're going to talk about how he was able to make a transition. So Thabit grew up on the streets, he went to prison, and now he's a successful entrepreneur and investor and he's helping other people do the same thing. David Hedgepath, what's up, brother? How you doing, bro? <laughs> I'm straight, man. Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself, man?
1: Definitely, definitely. So husband, father, uh, transformation expert. You know, I'm here for the hustlers, for the go-getters, for the people that really want to change and transform and elevate their lives.
0: I love it, man. Love it. So what made you get started on this journey, man? Yeah,
1: great question. Um, So, you know, I had really hit rock bottom in my life. Um, I was on a downward spiral towards destruction. Um, you know I, I couldn't do things right you know my my patterns of behaviors uh they were not positive at all mm-hmm. i was hurting mm-hmm. a lot of people um and i didn't have a, a good quality of life you know i knew if i didn't make a, a decision to change and transform you know i was gonna end up dead
0: mm-hmm. and i know um as as you made that transition mm-hmm. i mean what's what's going through your mind tell me about like take take me back to that like what's going through your mind as you start to Uh, make that transition in your mind?
1: I was 16 at the time. Uh, When I went to prison for two murder charges, I was facing 25 years to life. Mm. Um, And I knew if I didn't make a change, I was going to end up dead. Uh, I had family that counted on me. I had a little brother that looked up to me. And I really had to make a decision to either choose life or choose death. If I continue to do the same things I had been doing... It was going to be an early grave. But if I made a decision to change, I could live life. Um, So at that point, I just had to make the right decision.
0: You know, what what really attracted me to that part of your story, I've been following your Instagram for a little bit. And I think a lot of young teens, man, especially, they don't know themselves yet. And a lot of it is hormones, right? But uh, sometimes, we, especially young teens, they react versus think about, what the consequences are. You feel like that might have been the case?
1: Most definitely. I think when you're that young, uh, maturity hasn't caught up yet. You Mm -hmm. know, I definitely struggled with an inability to express myself, uh, like you said, right, to really understand who I was, to know my purpose. Uh, and Therefore, I I acted and reacted to things in a very violent, uh, reactive way Mm -hmm. that oftentimes ended up, you know, in bad situations.
0: Yeah, man. So what was some of the... uh guess some of the hurdles that you faced while making that transition?
1: Yeah, one of the biggest hurdles was the inability to communicate effectively. Mm-hmm. Um, you know when someone expressed themselves to me you know regarding something that I didn't like or didn't appreciate, um, I just didn't know how to respond. I didn't understand you know, how to take just a simple problem and and, and be, a, be a problem solver. Mm. Um, so that was the biggest challenge, especially, you know, while trying to do it incarcerated. You know, you're around so many, you know, other wolves and, and sharks, you know, guys, everyone's responding in violent ways. Uh, so it did take a lot for me to just look inside of myself to understand how could I be different.
0: Got you, man. So what was it like in prison for you, man, being a 16 years old, facing two murder charges, bro?
1: So I guess just to take it back when I initially went in, you know, this was something that I had conditioned and prepared myself for for my entire life. I mean, my my life was filled with a lot of chaos, a lot of violence. You know, don't get me wrong, I had very loving people in my family, grandmothers, aunts, uncles. I mean, my, my mom and my father were both in my life. Uh, and, and they were loving, but you know, just the in-home environment, the out-of-home environment, once again, a lot of violence, a lot of chaos. So going inside, you know, I was prepared for it. I was prepared for further destruction. And I stayed in jail for, you know, up to a year before I actually went to trial. Mm. Um, and up to that point, you know, I was determined to come home. I thought I was going to come home and I was determined to be even more violent, even more ruthless. You know, I had developed a plan to really just come home and and just be a, a better criminal. Mm. Um, but it wasn't until you know that judge said you know we've sentenced you to eight and a half to twelve years that I knew right then and there, man. Like I'm not gonna come home to at a minimum I'm 25, 26 years old. Like I gotta be different.
0: So let me ask you a question, man. And I kind of know the answer to this, you know. But why do you think you turned to wanting to be, you know, a criminal on the streets? Why? Why do you feel like that was the the reason? Why do you feel like that was the future for you when you were that young? Yeah,
1: so like you said, you can relate, right? When you when you got that go get a spirit, you know, when you're gonna, you know, be successful, no matter what, you know, that's what led me to it. I only had two choices, mm. you know. I could go to, you know, the good route, and for me at the time, that was, you know, I, I wasn't, you know, an athlete. Right. I didn't have any special talents. Mm-hmm. It was just you go to school and you know what I see in terms of my family, you know, they're working hard for minimum wage every day. They could barely pay the bills. Right? We got holes in our in our pants, mm-hmm. you know, holes in our shoes. You know, clothes is raggedy. We're getting picked on. You know, so do I wanna live that life for the rest of my life? Mm-hmm. Is this what I wanna provide for my children? or when i see the drug dealers, the hustlers, you know, they got the chains, they got the cars, they got the women. You know, which side of success do i want to go after? And it was these people who were actually teaching me the ways. You know, nobody was teaching me how to go to work and work 40 hours a week and struggle. Mm-hmm. Nobody said, "Hey, this is the way to go." It was the guys in the streets that was like, "Hey, you want to get this money, you got to take this pack." Yep. Right? You want respect? You got to treat people this type of way. For me, it was an easy decision, as most of my friends
0: had chose as well, mm-hmm. right? We wanted to be
1: successful, and we felt that was the best way to go.
0: Same, that, that's exactly what my thought process was, man. When I grew up, I looked up to the drug dealers because they had all the money. They had everything that you thought you you wanted when you was a kid, and those were the role models growing up, right? They, they were the epitome of success when you came from nothing. Definitely. You know what I mean? Um, it wasn't until I grew up And I got a little older and wiser That I realized that That necessarily wasn't The best role model to have But at the same time That kind of sparked my interest In making some type of income from For me and my family You know what I mean um, And like you said You got the family members Who work hard They don't really have Nothing to show for it Versus the drug dealers They got all the money Who do you want to be like Then the rappers came around and then you want to be like them And so on and so forth So it's kind of a spiral effect Really the rappers want to be like, like the drug dealers At the sure. end of the day You know what I mean But when did, when did it hit you When did it spark In your mind that Following that certain path Wasn't what you wanted to do I knew I was here for a
1: reason. Mm. You know, I had faced so many life or death situations and, you know, obviously it had gotten to a point where people had died. Um, and and it, it took me a while to, to really come to grips with that. You know, you, you, you know, you're living this life, you're toting these guns, you're preparing for this moment that actually happens. Mm. And for me, it was understanding that, you know, somebody lost their life, but I was given life. What, Why? Mm -hmm. You know, like the the time that I spent in solitary confinement, the time that I just spent in my room, you know, going over all the the situations that had ever occurred in life. You know, whether it was shootouts, whether it was car accidents, you know, all these situations where I could have lost my life. And even in this critical moment where people did lose lives, but I'm still here. Why? Mm -hmm. And just asking myself, what is my purpose? What am I meant to be here for? And the more that I dug into that and just ripped my insides out, Mm. the closer I came to knowing who I was and what I was here to do.
0: Obviously, it took some type of mindset shift for you in order to be able to make this happen. Right. Did that happen? I know you mentioned it happened while you was in prison when a judge said, "Okay, eight to 10 years, eight to 12 years. Did the mindset shift happen then, or did it gradually happen while you was in prison, and decided to make that change when you came when you came home?
1: It was a gradual increase. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was it was a a gradual transition. You know, once again, that first year being in jail and continuing to see the effects of my thoughts and how they translated to my behaviors and became habits, and seeing this in, in all of my friends. You know how we all responded to things. Once again, the fights. Uh, you know, just hurting people. How it, it began with just simple conversations of, "Hey, man, this is what we was doing, or this is what we're gonna do," and then to see someone who, like, this wasn't them. Like, they might have been in jail because maybe they stole something from somebody, mm-hmm. or maybe they damaged some property or something. Like, they they weren't in jail because they were violent. You know, so understanding that it began with a thought process that, like, we intentionally want to hurt people, and if I if if I continue to do this. Once again, I'm going to end up dead or someone else is going to end up dead. But if I can just simply change that thought, Mm -hmm. you know, if I can change the environment Mm -hmm. in which things are communicated so I don't have to hear the negativity, if I could change that seed of negativity and turn it into a positive seed, maybe that'll produce positive results. And I began to just implement that slowly because, once again, I'm around guys all day, every day Mm -hmm. that they just about nonsense. They are about violence. So if I want to survive in this environment, you know, I still have to show traits of that. But at the same time, I'm implementing and practicing the things that I know can actually work. And I'm also demonstrating these things
0: to other people. Yeah, man, I could definitely relate to that, bro. Especially growing up in the streets, man. For me, I had to portray myself as one thing, knowing what my end goal was in order to be able to be successful long term. You know what I mean? And... Like you, when you're surrounded by a certain amount of, you know, certain kind of people and a certain amount of them, you're going to have certain traits like them as well. But it's up to you to be the leader and change your mindset on how, and the processes on how, you know, all that actually affects you in your life. So talk to me about uh, your real estate business, man. Uh, How did you become interested in real estate?
1: Yeah, so I guess the short the short answer to that was once I came home from prison in 2006, you know, there aren't a ton of opportunities for, for formerly incarcerated people for ex-felons. Mm-hmm. And I came home and started working with McDonald's, minimum wage. Do what you got to do. Do what you got to do, right? Because I'm not going back to the streets. But at the same time, I've always been a hustler. I've always been a go-getter. So I knew it was something more. I just had to figure out the play. Mm-hmm. So watching guys like yourself, you know, putting out free content, educating the masses on real estate, you know, shout out to my guy, Chris Jefferson with Charles Up CJ. University, you know, just giving out this information. You know, my brother, he actually planted the seed of, hey, man, like I know you're a hustler. I know you're out here getting it. Like you need to consider real estate. Mm-hmm. And I kept just kind of pushing it off for a while. But back in uh, July of 2020, in the middle of the pandemic, You know, I had worked myself up in my career, my professional career, uh, to where I was making a pretty good salary. Mm -hmm. And because of the pandemic and business being cut back, Mm -hmm. it impacted me about $1,000 a month. My employer took $1,000 a month away from me and my ability to feed my family. So it was at that moment that I said, never again will I allow somebody else to impact, you know, the checks that I make and how I actually put food on the table for my family.
0: Love it, man. So you took control of your situation. And at the end of the day, here you are today, man. Shout out to Chris Jefferson too. Now I met Thabit a couple years ago at one of the events that I had with my my man Sawan. And Chris Jefferson was actually one of the guest speakers there. And you came through. And you know how you could kind of tell when somebody is just different? You know, he was that guy. So I started following him on social media. And lo and behold, he has his book out. It's called Keep the Change. Right? We're going to talk about that book in just a minute. This is all about how he made a transition from what he used to be to what he is today and how you can do the same exact thing no matter what your circumstances are. You need to read this book. Definitely check it out. We're going to tell you where you could get it at in just a minute. But he was one of those guys. I wanted to have him on the podcast. I reached out to him the other day and said, hey, I need you on the podcast because I saw he had the book out, and he immediately said, let's do it go-getter mentality go-getter attitude those are winners right and that's who you want to surround yourself with so how did you make that transition yourself man like like what were the some of the steps that you took in order to be able to get from where you were to where you are today
1: definitely so just as that wild reckless adolescent right? You know, we out here taking risk every single day, Mm -hmm. you know, just putting our life on the line. And, you know, in my process of change, I oftentimes reflected on the decisions that I made that led me to a specific result. Mm -hmm. And I remembered when I was 11 years old, You know, I made the decision that you mentioned, right? You know, I'm looking at one side of the coin where it's struggle, it's minimum wage jobs, it's not having what you want, need in life, or it's this other side of, you know, being successful, being wealthy, right? And I made the decision at that point that I was going to follow this route of the drug dealers or the people that are out here in these streets hurting people. I made that decision and I was successful in that decision. Because it led me to prison. Mm -hmm. It led to this thing that I had conditioned myself for. So when I got into real estate, it was, once again, a similar process. It was, it has to start with just making a decision. Like, you just got to get started. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did. And once again, with the content that you put out, free on YouTube every day, free 99, Mm -hmm. that's the blueprint. And I just started following those steps. And once I started following those, those steps... Taking action, I had to be determined to get the result that I was
0: going after. And those were some of the simple steps that I took. So you heard what he said. It started with a decision. You have to make the choice. Everybody got a choice, right? And from that choice, a certain result is going to come from it. So initially, your choice was to follow the streets, follow the drug dealers, right? What what are some of the steps that our listeners can take in order to go from where they are to where they want to go. So it starts with a choice obviously. What would they do after that?
1: Yeah, you have to definitely have a vision and a purpose for your life. So I don't I don't care what you're dealing with right now. You literally could be in a minimum wage job or you could be in a six-figure, you know, salary job where you just feel stuck and trapped. You know, you have to see yourself outside of that situation. Mm. What does that life mm. look like for you? What does that feel like? You know, is that you taking your family on vacations three to four times a year? Is that your family being in a bigger home? Is that you taking care of your grandmother, your grandfather, the people that love you and look up to you? Like, what does that look like? You're here for a reason. We're not here just to go out and slave for other people and go through the motions every day. Mm-hmm. There's a bigger purpose inside of you, and once you develop that person, you just have. Once you develop that purpose, you have to take consistent action on the things that you know are going to help you.
0: Did it happen overnight? Didn't happen overnight, my man. That's what I'm talking about. So a lot of people expect stuff to happen overnight. That's why I brought that up. You know what I mean? Quick question for you, bro. So you mentioned something. You said you got to have a, a, a vision. You got to have a purpose, have a goal. Some people don't even know what, they, what that goal is. They don't know what that purpose is. How, how can they find that purpose, that goal for themselves?
1: No, that's, that's a great question. So for me, you know, what that initially looked like was journaling. Mm. Uh, you know, one of the daily actions that I took was just writing about my day, writing about the things that I actually want to do in life, the things that I'm passionate about, um, and, and, and why I can't uncage that mm. Why I can't express that Why I can't live that Just writing about it every day And then talking about it Verbalizing it Getting it out of your head um, and, and that's going to take you Actually sometimes being in a different environment And around different people you know, for me, I had to separate myself from the knuckleheads, from the people that were about nonsense, not that I was above or better than anyone. But I had to separate myself to give myself time to heal from all the damage, from all the trauma, which is once again, is it's, it's doubt is it's, it's not believing in yourself. Mm. It's not believing in others. It's not loving yourself. I had to separate myself from others so that I can get myself back. And once again, journaling and verbalizing it to people around me to say, hey, if you want to be a real estate investor, hey, I'm going to be a real estate investor. I am a real estate investor. If you want to be an author, I'm going to be an author. I am an author. So really verbalizing that so you can hear it so that you can start to believe it. But
0: once again, you have to take that action. And you got to see yourself in that position before you even get there at the end of the day. I used to and the reason I asked that question is because when when I was coming up, to me, all I wanted was ten thousand dollars a month, right? If I could get the ten thousand dollars a month and at twenty years old, that was a lot of money for me. When I hit ten thousand a month, I realized ten thousand ain't no money. you know what I'm saying? So although you might set goals for yourself, understand that goals are meant to be changed, and some rules are meant to be broken, right? So you might set certain ground rules for yourself. Those rules can be broken to If it's going to help you uh, Expand If it's going to help you Increase what you're doing If it's going to help you Become a better version of yourself Right So My goal changed As I matured Over time Right And that's exactly what, what David is talking about Right You You make that transition To start You might have a set goal But just understand that As you improve As you get better that goal is going to change as well. You know what I mean? As long as the goal is going to make you better, definitely keep pushing the envelope a little bit. So you go from making a decision and having that goal, what would be another step that our listeners can take in order to really get to the end goal? You no,
1: know, you have to have determination. Uh, mm-hmm. Like you mentioned earlier, right? You know, it's it's not going to happen overnight, you know, when I got started in real estate, it took me six months to get my first deal. And I only made $2,100. Mm, you know, after like thinking story, I'm going to make $40,000, dollars $60,000, it took me six months of being out in the streets at 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the mm-hmm. morning, putting up bandit signs. Right? It took me six months of having conversations with sellers about buying their homes. And I don't know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Right? It took six months of me taking, when I got started in real estate, I only had $50 extra dollars a month. 50 extra dollars. So it took me six months of taking everything that I had saved, not giving it to my family, putting it into this dream to just make $2,100. Like, I could have gave up. And so many people give up. Like, I know people who've made $10,000, $20,000, and they've worked for a long time to get it. And they're like, man, this is it. Mm. And they just quit after the first deal. So you have to be determined. You have to have the will. You have to have the courage to be unstoppable. And when you formulate that determination, then it's just disciplining those habits. It's saying, okay, what did it take for me to do to get here? And just duplicating it. Mm -hmm. Do it again and again and again.
0: That's it. That's it, bro. A couple of things you you mentioned, man, really sparked my interest in in, in, in talking about what we're going to talk about. So... First off, my first check was $1,500. So you did better than me on the first one, man. But another thing that you mentioned, you said $50 a month for how long? For six months. Six months. So how much money is that? 50? That's what? $300. $300, right? To make how much back? $2,100.
1: Yeah, the next deal was in total a $58,000 deal. See?
0: My my second one was $48,000, man. That's what's up. You see that? So you see where (laughs) we're going with this? The whole point is, he stuck it out. It took me thirteen months to make fifteen hundred dollars. It took you six months to make uh, twenty one hundred dollars. Yep. Right. It takes time. That's what we're saying. Most people give up. They quit too easily and they quit too soon. If you don't give up, if you stick it out, if you keep going, if you if I would have quit on YouTube when I only had four thousand subscribers three years ago. Where today I'm about to hit 70,000 as of the recording of this podcast, I would have never hit 70,000 if I would have gave up at video 100, 200. Now we're 400, 500 videos in. It takes time. I understand that, right? Building a business takes time. You can't give up. You got to keep going. And once you set your mind to it, really there's nothing else to stop you from doing what it is that you do. As you was going through this process, were the the goals that you set about you or somebody else?
1: At first, it had to be about me Mm -hmm. because I was all I had. You know, everyone else was struggling. So it had to be about me getting better for me so I could be a better person. Mm -hmm. But it then became about family. It became about those that I love because if I didn't become better They Mm -hmm. were going to always struggle. They were going to always continue to do the same things that they had been doing. Yep.
0: So if you don't take care of yourself, then you can't take care of the people that you love. But when you started really becoming successful at this, were your goals still about you or was it about your family?
1: No, once I started to see change in myself, it then became about my family.
0: And then your goals grew from there. Exactly. Exactly. Cause I, I truly one of my one of my uh, mantras is you can't if you want to be successful in anything you can't make your goals about yourself. Because when you have other people on your back, when you throw other people on your back, it becomes about them. You can't quit on other people, but you can quit on yourself. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I brought that up, bro. So it takes making a decision. It takes dedication, it takes having a goal. All of these things is what it takes to become successful in doing what you what you want to do out of life, even if it's not real estate, no matter what it is. If you grew up in the streets, if you grew up like me and Thabit, if you went to prison like Thabit did, if you came home, none of that matters, right? You, you know, Start from day one, your day one is right now. If you start right now and you make the changes moving forward, and you're not looking at the past, but you're using past experiences to be able to guide you, then you'll be successful. And that's what Keep the keep the Change is all about, man. So tell us a little bit about this book, bro. You
1: know, once again, I, I, started, I started the journey of destruction, you know, around 11. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was on probation from 11 until the time that, you know, I went to prison at 16. Um, and from 16 to 25, you know, I was going through this transformational journey mm-hmm. of just becoming somebody new, becoming somebody different. And in the midst of that, I I watched, you know, thousands, literally thousands of people continue just to struggle, can struggle to struggle with being different, mm-hmm. to struggle with elevating and uplifting their lives. So upon coming home from prison and seeing success from uh the steps that I had taken, I knew that I had to put this in book form. Mm. Like I had to provide a blueprint for other people who were out there struggling. For the 11-year-old, for the 16-year-old, for the 25-year-old, for the 30, 35-year-old, the person who's out there struggling and they're trying to change, like they're trying to be different. Like I knew I had to put my experience, my lived experience into book form so that other people can follow those steps. Love it, man. So where
0: can our listeners grab a copy of that book? Uh, You can check it out at thabitspeaks.com and get a copy there. Sounds good. I'm going to make sure I link that in the description box. Make sure you grab a copy of Thabit's book, support the book. More people need to hear messages like this. Even if you've never been to prison, even if you didn't grow up on the streets, if you're just beginning something, right? If you're just brand new to this, if you're struggling with something, you need to change your mindset. This is the book for you because once you learn how to set a goal for yourself and you understand what it takes to be able to reach that goal, there's nothing that can stop you no matter what you do, right? And Thabit is living proof of it. So definitely check out ThabitsSpeaks.com. I'll make sure I link that in the description box for you guys as well. And where can our listeners find you on social media, bro? Check me out at Speaks on IG and YouTube. Sounds good. Now, this is the, the theme book for the uh, podcast, so I'm not going to mention any other books. I'm not going to ask Thabit what he's reading right now because obviously this is the book he, he's reading. It literally just came out the other day. So if you had to provide our listeners with some last words of advice, man, what would that would those words be?
1: Once again, I don't care where you are in life. You can literally make a decision today to change, not just for yourself, but for your family, for your future. There are so many people depending on you to make the decision that you have to make today to go out, take action, to believe in yourself
0: and to transform your life. Thabit, it's been a pleasure having you, bro. So looking forward to having you back. If you guys want to see Thabit back, make sure you leave a comment in the comment section. Make sure you like this video, subscribe to this channel, click the notification bell. Also, check out Thabit's book. Check out Thabit on social media. Again, I'm going to link all of that in the description box for you guys. And I'm looking forward to seeing you on the next one. Peace.